I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And we got next. Thank you guys for coming and checking out this one year anniversary show. Uh, it's crazy that it's been a year, but it's been a dope ass year. Um, not only for us, but for gaming in general. Uh, really glad we've been able to rock with y'all for this long. So, um, man, like to me personally, this past year has been like hectic as hell. But it's it's been a lot of fun, man. Like just being able to kick it with you every weekend, and I mean having the guests and all that, and being able to just do the conversations that we've been having anyways, and just being able to like include more people in it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like like we said before. We've always wanted to record our conversation. We have pretty interesting and funny conversations, but the fact that we like actually started to, you know, pursue the podcast and entertainment side of things, I like it. And I feel like this first year was like we dipped our toes in, we tried some things, found out what we like and what we don't like, and I feel like this next year we're just gonna dive in and actually like really try to do some stuff, make some moves. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean we also hit a bunch of, like, downfalls on stuff and, like, got screwed out of a lot of opportunities when it came to, like, guests or, uh, like, the Elgato yeah. didn't really work out. Um, did they say anything about that? Or yeah, they, like, gave, they gave my money back. I think what I, what I should, just, should just do is just, I'm just going to go to Best Buy on, like, Wednesday and buy one. I'm just gonna go to Best Buy and buy one. That was Do they like actually happy. have them there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I found out they have them there. They have them at Target too. And I was like, all right, well, they're a lot more mainstream than I thought they would be. Before, Elgato's weren't really, you know, the biggest thing. It's almost like going to buy a stuff. You can't just go to GameStop and buy a stuff controller. You have to order through the website. And at one point, Elgato's were like that because recording yourself playing video games wasn't the, the hot thing to do. Now that it is, they're all over the place, and I should probably just go to a, you know a store and just buy it, cash in hand, get it out, get out of the way. That way we have one. I want to start live streaming more too, on a, on the shared account. Cause I feel like both of our teams are good enough, even if we're not you know live streaming like on two K. Me and me and Dom were just talking about this on two K. I think we've hit a point where we're so far ahead of the game. That there's really not too much more. Damn, that's a good ass pick. There's really not too much more we can do. Sixty-six spectacular catch. <laughs> really not more much more we can do like player wise outside of like spending Buku money to get them. So we've got to wait as players prices decline and more players are added so we can get to those higher collector levels. Yeah. But we just got our first ruby today. We got a, the Charles Oakley. And. I'm pretty happy. I'm ecstatic. I want to play around with him, see how he feels inside the game and everything. It's a pretty solid card, and we're pretty close to getting the next level. It was like 25,000 NT. If I complete some more collections, that's really all I want to do. I'll, this is going to be the first 2K. I want to collect every single card. I'm oh, gonna, yeah. I'm going to intentionally try Because last year I wanted to, but then about halfway through, 
I just stopped because I was like, you know what? It makes more sense for me to sell these cards back, get the MT to get these good players. But now I have a better job. I have, I'm a lot more wiser now. I've been using the auction house a lot better as well as like I've been sniping a little bit. I feel as though I can actually make some moves and make some stuff happen. No, I totally agree because I mean, like, even with Madden this year, like, it used to be just, you know, if they're not elite, I don't want them in my binder. I don't want them at all. But, yeah, no, I'm trying to collect them up, too, because, I mean, at this point, uh, oh, sorry, guys, my chest hurts so much. At this point, it's like, we can do much more and I can probably even enter more tournaments if I have a bigger variety of players available. Very true. But the thing is with Madden that's kinda of weird is that you have a binder. So you only have so many. With two K you're expected, like they want you to collect all the cards. Cause in order to get to those really high tier rewards you have to have all the cards. And in Madden there's no collector levels. Yeah, no. Probably because they give you so many bullshit cards that you're not going to want anyways. They just assume that, yeah, they're just going to sell these off. There's no point of giving you a better card for collecting, you know, 300 cards. Yeah. Hmm. And, I mean, you got to think, even if just, like, let's say they never put in Legends and they only had, like, current players and we didn't even get new ones. Mm -hmm. I mean, you still got... 52, 53 men per team, 32 teams. I mean, you're already looking at 1,500 and some odd cards. So it's just kind of better that way for this. Like, if they did too many, or not too many, but if they added in collector levels and stuff, it would, I think, like, way down the game. True. But I feel like they could add it in. I feel like they could have it for um specific teams. Well, they kind of have it now. They have, like, the, the man of the month or whatever, the heroes. Yeah, you, but like, you, you can put, use any golds in that. Yeah, they had it to where, like, if you collect the full 52-man roster for this one specific team, you get a elite player an elite legend or something like that. It doesn't have to be the best version of that player. But you get like a really solid player. Mm -hmm. That will balance it out. And also with 2K, what makes it so... What makes it good is the fact it gives those cards value. Like, the bronze cards in this game probably don't go for anything at all. Because you can just quick sell them. That's what people, a lot of people just do. But if you had a collector, a collection where, you know, they all went into this one collection and you, you know maybe don't lose the the best cards or something like that. You collect, like, all the... Basically, all the shitty people from a team that no one would want, and you put them in and get a legend or a decent card out of it. Uh -huh. I'm pretty sure, like, it would raise the value of those bronze cards. Because some of them are really fucking obscure. It's really the ones that, like, the person isn't even playing football. They're at, like, the combine, or they're just standing, taking a picture of practice. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a good portion of those bronze cards. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... 
Yeah, it's kind of give and take. But um, how do you feel about these sports games? And how do you feel more? The question I want to ask is, how do you feel as they become more realistic? Have your expectations obscured the game in a way? What do you mean? Like when I used to play Madden way back when, like Madden, like Madden Nine and stuff like that, Madden Ten. I just played it for fun, not only because I really wasn't that big of a football fan, like like that, but also because the games then were like really kind of campy. There was like a lot of really crappy, like cheesy stuff you can do. But as like with the new, the newer gen consoles, PS4, Xbox One. Kind of what at the end of Xbox 360 and PS3, they went for like more and more realism. It made my expectations more of the game. So when I'm playing 2K, I expect LeBron James to not get blocked at the ring because it doesn't happen in real life. Mm-hmm. But in the game, it can happen. So then I get really upset. Also because, you know, like, I played the game long enough, and I kind of, like, I remember back when I wouldn't, you couldn't block dunks. It would just be an automatic dunk. There's nothing you can do about it. But, bro, I'm texting and beating this guy. That's pretty sad. Like, I just got picture messages that I got to, like, save to my phone real quick so I can read it, because, like, I can't read the bottom part. Of it because it like shows every other photo that I've sent to that person. So it's like now I gotta save this and now I gotta go into my gallery and all this. But yeah, no, like I'm whooping this dude's ass. But I feel like to a point because of how realistic it is, yeah, I do get really pissed off when fucking Julio Jones can't out jump somebody. Like, it makes me want to fight. Because, like, that's all he does. But, like, as I'm playing right now, I'm using um, the 90 overall Dallas Clark. This dude's breaking ankles. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Like, Dallas Clark is nice, but he's not... I'm going to burn everybody on the field nice, like. Yeah, I don't, it's just, it's just weird to me, this, like, the whole entire concept of sports games, like, I understand why people want to play them, and we want this level of realism, but they gave us realistic things, like, I get mad when Steph Curry's hitting, like, super deep threes in, like, 2K, even though that's kind of realistic, I don't think it should be possible inside the game, but then I get upset when LeBron James is getting blocked. So, like, I have to kind of pick and choose my battles, and I, I feel like that's just more or less me, more than it's, you know, the the game creators, the content creators. But I don't know, there's this definitely a balance, because I play a game like FIFA, and it's probably because I know nothing about fucking soccer. I never get upset in FIFA. Never. I but just, I think it's also because we don't understand it. I mean, like, I understand soccer to a point, and I, like... Maybe because I don't have a grasp of the players and what they can and can't do. But I will say that, you know, 
when I am playing people, I don't get mad. I feel like it's balanced. Like I don't, I don't, you know, I try to kick a pass behind me and I'm running one direction. I expect the other team to get the ball because it's a terrible pass. I expect, you know, I can't expect, you know, every single player to dribble through the whole entire team and go score a goal. In 2K, I do expect Steph Curry to cross up Drew Holiday. So when Drew Holiday locks up Steph Curry, when I I know that he can't do that in real life, I get upset. So like I said, a portion of it is probably just me and my expectations and what I do know about the game and like the game of basketball. But then the other part is probably just the game creators themselves, not, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't want to put too much blame on them. I also don't want to let them Let them off the hook. Yeah, because last year 2K was terrible. When they did the break the game and let Steph Curry jack up those threes, and it's still inside the game now. You can still do it now. You just have to have the right badges on. Yeah, I mean... I don't know, man. I think that they're doing a great job with them, but it's kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I know what these guys should be should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing. Like, and they say that it's all based on the physics now, and then I feel like the physics aren't right because specific things wouldn't happen. So. I think to a point, it's us saying, it's us like letting our, I don't want to say bias, because it's not bias, it's, I think this is our, 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 the way that we think about sports, we're letting that affect too much when it comes to a video game. Yeah, that's why I wish there was a, I wish there was a. Sports uh, arcade sports video game. What you mean? Like games like NBA Street, NFL Street, FIFA Street. Yeah, games like NBA Jam. There was no realism to them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They're just strictly arcade basketball games. So, I mean, you still needed to have like like for NBA Jam, like Shaq ain't hitting no threes. Yeah, obviously there's that. Like that level. Like these players can't do this. To have balance, because you have if you don't have the balance, you have like basically Tech Mobile. If you pick the Raiders and have Bo Jackson, you would score every fucking time. Yeah, but like having those games as well as these ones, it gives you like a breath of fresh air. It's like you know, I'm playing, and I don't have to have these expectations of Tom Brady. Like I can, and when I'm playing Madden, I expect Tom Brady to make accurate passes. But when he doesn't make those accurate passes in Madden, I get upset. But if I'm playing NFL Street, you know, he throws some over-the-shoulder pass that gets to the person. I don't really get mad because it's an arcade game. I expect him to bullshit to happen. I don't know how to explain it. It's really more or less just our expectations. Yeah. And they just they just change with the level of realism in video games in general. Because, I mean, you look at games from when the PS3 first came out compared to when the PS4 came out. The level of realism is so ridiculous. Very true. Like, I mean, you play Madden, you can see the veins on people's arms. It's crazy. I think that... I mean, I think 
like I said, sport games are doing really well. I mean, I can't really hate on what they're doing in Madden or what they're doing in 2K. Because I'm not writing code. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And to a certain point, yeah, it comes down to that code. And I think that's just something else that we got to remember. Like, it's not... They just put the players in the game, you know? It's mm-hmm. writing out code for how these players are. And, yeah, you're going to make mistakes when writing a fucking code. Trying to be it, have it be real if you're writing code. Like, it's, even just saying that sounds impossible. Yeah. Very true. So, are any games that are coming out in the, in the, I won't want to say the distant future, just because the holiday season's coming up, but we've already hit, like, the big ones for the most part, Madden, 2K, Call of Duty's coming out in the month. Well, two months. No, it comes out in October. No, it comes out November. November 4th. Um, uh, two weeks before that is Battlefield 1. That one's October. And then there's... Uh, the beta's in October. That's what it is. Yeah, the beta starts in October. And then there's uh, Titanfall 2 the week after that. And then Call of Duty. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to wait that long for Call of Duty just because, like, the beta is, like, on the 14th. And then, um, what did you say? The beta for PlayStation 4 lasts for two weeks. Or it goes for two weekends. Oh, dude, what the fuck? Because it, it starts on the that weekend on the 14th. So the, it ends on the 16th, I think, or something like that. And then the following weekend is the Xbox, ver- Xbox One's chance to play it. But then the PlayStation 4 gets it again. Damn. So then we don't have to wait. Like, I think... Because I think, like, with Black Ops 3, we had the beta, and then it was, like, a two-, three-week wait, basically. Whereas, you know, you have... It comes out on the 4th. So you have the 14th through the 16th, and you have the 22nd through the 24th, and you have, what, a week to wait, essentially? A week, week and a half. Week and a half to wait for the new Call of Duty come out. Which I'm not necessarily excited for. I'm just interested to play it. I want to actually play the game. Yeah, I have it pre-ordered now. With with all the... Because I want, I want COD 4. I think COD 4 is going to be shit. I think it's going to be really good. All Call of Duty's are shit. At the end of the day. But, if you're going to... But if you're comparing shit to shit, it's the best shit. But COD 4 was probably the best shit. No. Black Ops is better than COD 4. Because in in COD 4, they haven't changed anything. Except, like, now you can have, um... You can look at your gun. But essentially, all the stuff is basically the same. As far as what I've heard. I I haven't got a chance to play the game. I'm not an insider or anything. I'm not no Call of Duty, you know, COD XP YouTuber who got to go play the game early. It's just off of their word of mouth, and then, like, everything's basically the same. So all the gun balance is the same. So any guns that are overpowered then are going to be overpowered now. Streaks are going to be just as, just as annoying. It's going to be a slow-paced COD game, which people don't like. Which one is? COD 4. Yeah, but I liked when it was slow. See, we say that now, but then, like, what... 
when Call of Duty Ghost was out, oh, it's too slow. Everybody's camping and sitting on head glitches. So they sped the game up a lot. They Advanced Warfare was like fast-paced all over the place. You're double jumping. Oh, the game's too fast. Honestly, if, I, if we're being honest about it, I think Call of Duty Ghost is probably one of the best Call of Duty games of all time. I thought it was pretty good, yeah. Now, there were some fucked up things with the score streaks and, like, the support streaks and stuff like that. Those were annoying. But outside outside of that, it was literally just, you know, the guns were balanced. There really wasn't any gun that was, like, super overpowered other than the MSBS. That gun was crazy when the first came out. But they nerfed it, made it crappy, but it was still pretty good. Balanced it. Everything was cool. There really wasn't too much, like, cheesy things outside of that. IED, MSBS, and then the dog. And then that was it. I didn't complain about anything else. I didn't complain about people camping, because I knew people were going to camp in any Call of Duty. People were going to camp. I didn't complain about how fast you died, because if you shot first, you normally kill the person anyways, so you just had to be prepared. True. And then the maps were just slightly big, so if they were slightly smaller, I think Call of Duty Ghost would be, like, people's favorite Call of Duty. It'd probably be the best Call of Duty. And the fact people still shit on it to this day, but but then we'll complain about, oh, Advanced Warfare was too fast, or Black Ops 3, I don't like how futuristic it is, and how this happens and this happens. It just doesn't make sense to me. That makes sense. I mean, I think that it's... I think there's a lot of blame to kind of go everywhere. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there, really, if you think about it. Um, but are any other games you're excited for? I'm going to wait till like, a pre-owned copy hits GameStop or some shit. But I want to check out Mafia 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to check out... Um, I mean, I got the Bioshock collection... So yeah, I mean, for the most part, not really. It's just, I feel like I basically got everything. I mean, I'm going to get like South Park Stick of Truth, or not Stick of Truth, uh, South Park The Fractured Butt Hole. But yeah, I'm not like dumb excited for this holiday season, if you want my honest opinion about it. Um, I think there are some really good games coming out. I just, they just don't hit for me personally so I'm not like I don't know going crazy for it but I think I think it'll be dope it'll be a good little year Um, I'm more excited for like next year so what's next year that you're so excited God of War, Last Guardian, uh, at least I think The Last Guardian is set for next year, um, and then there's Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Wildlands, I 
I got them all approved. Oh, For Honor comes out. For Honor comes out on Valentine's Day, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, all of those I'm really excited for, in all honesty. Uh, yeah, I'm more excited for those than I am for Call of Duty or anything else. Uh, I mean, anything for you, really? Um, I think I'm going to pick up Tekken 7. comes out in March. Also, Injustice comes out. I'm a big fighting game fan, so those two are going to be huge on my list. I'm probably going to have just five and play those. <clears throat> Injustice, I'm pretty excited about. I want to see more characters, though. I want to know more characters on that roster, and I want to see a little more of the game. I wish they would finally... I wish they finally cut the bullshit and just let us have, like, a DC versus Marvel fighting game. Mm-hmm. I mean... You gotta cut out certain characters. Yeah. Just for the fact that they're so overpowered. But then you can also give them different tiers of characters. Like, if you have, like, the Hulk versus Superman, you can make it, like, balanced, essentially. Like, oh, yeah, like, he can fight against Superman and probably hit him and make it hurt. It's like an injustice. It doesn't make sense when Superman's being punched by, like, fucking Batman. And he's, like, flying around and shit like that. But then again, it's a video game, so there's no credibility to that. But I just want to be able to play against, like, you know, have Spider-Man versus Batman. Have, you know, Flash versus Magneto or something crazy like that. I would like to see a fighting game like that. I feel like now, we're now at a point in not only video games... But in entertainment as a, t- as a whole, that there should be nothing holding us back from that. There's so much money in this, and they know there's money in this. Like, they, both companies would benefit. <clears throat> All parties involved would benefit. I think it's really just now, just like money mongering, I guess. Like, you just want to have all of it for yourself. That's why, uh, crap, what's the game called? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom yeah. got taken off because Disney didn't want to lose money. They didn't want to share their money with anybody. They wanted to keep the exclusive rights to their characters. I think that's bullshit, though. I just, I mean, I guess to a certain point, you just gotta understand that it is a, a money grab. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that you know what since this is still technically our one year anniversary uh, is there anybody that we've had on that like you are looking forward to the opportunity that we can bring them back I mean outside of just getting the squad back together Getting everybody back over here to have another, you know, <clears throat> sit down, talk about pop culture and everything like that. Getting Zeus, Donnell, Elijah, RJ up here. I think, um, Luis. That's going to be a, a hell of a stretch now, but I mean, was yeah. He, he's not living inside KC anymore? Nah, he's in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, okay, so he's gone. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Sam. Oh, Duker? Yeah, we probably get him back on here. Uh, yeah, I need to go do his open mic. Crap, what was the guy's name? He was like one of our, our second or third show. He's pretty funny. 
who's a comedian, has his own podcast. Oh, Patrick Ryan. Patrick Ryan. I think we can probably get him back on here again. Yeah, I think he's still out here in KC. I haven't talked to him in a minute. Uh, see, I can message him and see what he's been up to. See if he'd be down. Uh, but yeah, Sam was pretty cool. Sam, Luis, Patrick Ryan, and the guys. Those are the main ones I'd like to see back on. Um, anybody that in the next year you would like to have? I'll like start interviewing um. I'll like start interviewing YouTubers or like getting them. I don't know, not necessarily on this podcast, but just maybe a segment where we got to like talk to them or something, or maybe got to play with them. I don't know. Cause I, I know a couple YouTubers. Yeah. Who are, who have a small following. They're not like the biggest in the world, but they're not like you know like five people subscribe. They like have you know five thousand people. But I definitely would have start branching to YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, um, I talked to a guy today that does Twitch. Uh, we might get him on. I gave him my phone number so he can contact me whenever. Um, but, yeah, I think that... I'm sorry for shutting the fuck up. Uh, this guy just tried to basically throw a, a screen off a of play action. I don't know how. I just picked it off and took it to the house. I will say that was the fastest, like, pick animation. Because normally when you pick a ball off the side of Madden, it looks weird, like, it zooms back. Yeah, it zooms spins back, around, pauses, spins. And it fucks you up because, like, you're running, you're pushing the stick one way, and, like, it makes you continue the same direction as the stick was going before. But it literally just, like, immediately just let him go forward. So, yeah, I'm not going to play another one right now. Uh, but that was cool. 35-10 uh, to 10 win. He forfeited. I think it was still in the third. I don't remember. Um, quick check. I'm not even number one on my friends list. Wait, no, this isn't my friends list. This is nation. Not nation, world. Some of y'all niggas need to go the fuck outside. That's just my personal. But... Um, No, man, I think that, I think that, yeah, YouTubers would be really dope to finally talk to. Um, I am in the process. I sent you the thing for that airtime app, which we are not sponsored by. So me saying that is not me, you know, telling everybody else to go get it. Does seem super cool. I haven't had a chance to use it yet because I just don't know nobody else really with it. But iMaverick uses it. He's doing a YouTube series where he's playing his subscribers if they get the airtime app and they, you know, message him. You know, he has a series of things that you got to do in order for him to, like, respond and try to play with you and all that. So, I'm going to try that, see if I can't get a game with him, see if I can't shout us out on there. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to be able to talk to some YouTubers, get talk to some Twitch people, I could technically talk to this Twitch person. 
not the one I gave you a card for, but somebody else. But I don't know how much I really want to do that. It's, it's a weird thing. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Um, is there anything else you really want to talk about, man? Not necessarily. There's really not going, really not too much going on in video games right now. Um, not too much else I've been focusing on. I've really just been playing 2K heavy. As much as I hate fucking 2K, it's like a love-hate thing. It's like your crazy ex. You just can't get over them or some shit. Just like they keep on crawling back in your fucking life. 2K is it's done just enough to keep me entranced. And also, it's done just enough to piss me off to the point where I just don't want to play it. So when I'm not playing it, I want to play it. And I'm just like, I'll play it for a little bit. And then I start playing it and I realize why I stopped playing it. That's my love-hate relationship with 2K and Call of Duty. I that really, makes sense. I really just started getting into like story-based games, but I just can't do it. I can't play long enough. What do you mean? To complete them. Like, I let's say I'm playing Mass Effect, right? Yeah. I really won't finish that game. Just because I just don't want to continue to play the singular story. The the actual what was I gonna say? Me devoting the time to play it isn't pop isn't not only not possible, it's just not what I like to do. I like games I can pick up, play for a little, put down. So when you have like a story based game like Borderlands Dark Souls, Mass Effect, Doom, things like that, where it's like you're playing a continuous story. Yeah, I'll play it for a little bit and it's fun, but then eventually I'll put it down for a game like FIFA. Or I'll put it down for a game like Call of Duty, where I can play a couple matches and then stop playing it and be fine. Yeah, I mean, I went back on... I'm playing uh, Bioshock and Borderlands when it comes to my story base right now. I mean, I guess you could fucking say my career is story based now. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I've just been fucking around. Kind of just jumping around. Um, when I have time to play. Um, well, then, yeah. This has been a year. Congratulations to us on not just fucking quitting this shit with all the fucking problems that SoundCloud has, with all the fucking issues my computer's had, our mic, um, locations, uh, uh, locations even in my own goddamn house, uh, recording in my car, Recording while the fucking dogs are barking. Uh, what else have we had to deal with this year? That's pretty. Oh, much it. not being able to do over the phone uh, uh, interviews. Interviews. So we're gonna get Showstopper back on when I can actually do that. Uh, I feel like once we start, I feel like if we start going towards more of the route on YouTube. Which is something I want to speak on with you outside of this, as well as like with the viewers when we get like a little more of a basis. But I want to start branching more into YouTube and Twitch just because like expanding our brand. 
I want to like you know formally put ourselves into this gaming entertainment world because right now we're on SoundCloud which has been really good to us I enjoy the fans that come listen listen to us but I think if we want to expand and get more fans we can do more by going on the YouTube by live streaming by if we do have like someone over the phone yo did you hear about the newest live streaming like phenomenon person chick no alright I will see if I can find out what her name is, but keep going. But yeah, if we continue, like, let's say we want to have Showstopper call in, we can just Skype him and record the call of us Skyping and put it on YouTube. We can, you know, Twitch stream ourselves playing with fans. So yeah, we'll still do SoundCloud. We can still do, like, this forum of us, you know, doing the podcast. But then we can, like, put the podcast sound over actual gameplay and put it on YouTube. We can do like a live face cam podcast. There's multiple ways of us doing it, and I feel like right now we've like, like I said, we dipped our toe into this, and we've started doing it on SoundCloud, which is good. But now I want to branch out and expand. That's the biggest thing. Okay, Zoe Berger. Have you heard of her? No. Okay. Um, do you know who Troy Dan is? Yeah. Okay, he made a react video to her. I'm going to pause this recording real quick. Uh, it's an eight-minute video. Um, I tried to actually watch her stuff on YouTube. I can't handle it. Like, she's so annoying. But as soon as I show you everything that's going on, we'll talk about it. So we will be right back. And we are back. You just watched the video of Troy Dan reacting to Zoe Berger. Um, for those trying to spell it, that want to go see what we're talking about. Z-O-I-E for Zoe Berger. B-U-R-G-H-E-R. Um, the banned Twitch streamer that's now streaming on YouTube all the time. Um, I don't even, like if I was 16 and not like a grown man, I think I'd watch her if I was 16 or just like have it on on the side while I was actually playing video games, but It's fucking stupid. I think it's bullshit. Like, for one, female gamers, like, I have this, like, really bad bias against them because all the ones I've ever, like, eat, all the ones I've really dealt with are, like, on Call of Duty, which, you know what, some of them have been decent people and have been, like, cool, so it's not all female gamers. But the majority of the ones I have dealt with they make a big deal about the fact that girls playing video games. And what I don't like about that is how women want to be treated as equals, but when they're constantly putting out their, like, if you put girl in your gamer tag or your PSN name, or, like, your little clan tag in Call of Duty, obviously you're a girl. But then, like, when you get the 
unwarranted like hate and like dudes are like, oh, you some suck my dick, blah blah, and stuff like that. What did you expect when you put girl inside the thing? Yes, I'm not condoning what they're saying. I don't condone attack verbally attacking somebody because they're a female, male, black, white, anything. What I'm saying is, if you draw the attention to yourself like that in that form, and you get that hate. There's a partial amount of blame to yourself. I think that's fair to say. And also, majority of the girl gamers I've dealt with, they're fucking annoying. Like, not annoying people, they do annoying shit. Like, they'll be the ones running around with rocket launchers and shotguns. Doing shit like that, I wouldn't like if it was a guy doing it either. That's just me. And this girl, like, her thing is that she twerks when she gets a donation. Which, obviously, for her, is a smart marketing idea. She's going to get money because guys love to see ass and titties. And dudes are going to give her, you know, dollars and be like, oh, if I give you $10, will you twerk longer? Shit like that. That's why I said if I was 16, I'd watch. But I'm not going to pay you to twerk on my computer screen. Or my phone screen. Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That don't make no sense. I just don't understand how in this world we allow shit like this to happen. Especially like on Twitch. Like, they're, sh- they're definitely should, they should be banned. They should be banned from YouTube streaming. Cause it's just, this is Are you me- incredibly surprised that they're not? Am I incredibly surprised? No, just because I feel like YouTube cares more about uh, people bullying each other. So I'm pretty sure if, like, I can go on YouTube and find a chick doing a 100 layers of cum challenge, right? Don't remind me that that's an actual thing. But if I go on to said YouTube and bash her, making a video myself, bashing the girl who did 100 layers of cum, my video will probably be banned like hers. <clears throat> because I'm bullying. That's the most frustrating part about it. It's like, they care a lot about, you know, keeping everybody happy instead of just the overall content being put out. Like, I understand there shouldn't be bullying. Like, you shouldn't just go on there and bash every fucking body. But there are people being, like, whole entire channels being shut down. But then shit like this is just being allowed. That's what's frustrating to me. It's not surprising, it's just and I feel like they really need to get their shit together. Either it's let it be like the Wild West, let everybody do what the fuck they want. <clears throat> if they're not showing nudity or doing like drugs on camera and stuff like that, telling you how to make drugs. <clears throat> or they need to really crack down on everybody. They can't just allow people to, you know, get away with shit. I agree. I agree. I mean, I think to a point, though, like it does kind of come down to... Uh, If if there is something that okay, like am I mad at her for what she's doing? No. Do I understand what she's doing? I mean you could basically say why she's doing it. Yes, 
It's money. It's what it all comes down to. It's what it all boils down to. And if she's raking in that dough, I mean, I can't really hate too much. It's not necessarily hating. I'm just, I just feel like if someone puts out the thing with, thing is with now and like YouTube is that the people that really get successful on YouTube right now at this point in time are people that are constantly putting out content. It doesn't mean that it's good content. It just means they're putting out content. Like it, I have, I've seen YouTubers who like YouTube is basically like a big forum for video games. It's like one of the biggest ones outside of Twitch. So like, you know, speaking this on the video game side of things, if you have a guy who puts out five videos a game a day, but they're really low quality, like bullshit videos, he can get just as many views and just as many subscribers as a person who puts out one video every single day. But that person who puts out one video every single day could put in way more effort. And it's be a higher quality video, better gameplay, better commentary. And it's like right now, it's a... To me, it's... How do I explain it? It's like we, as subscribers and people on YouTube, have just been like almost babied and like spoiled to the point where we just want content we're greedy we're like oh give us more content give us this give us that so that you're forcing like actual content creators people who actually put time and effort into their videos to keep up with these you know bullshit channels like that where it's just like a girl twerking and then when you do compete with them you do put out the high quality shit you put out a lot of it people don't even subscribe or like that shit and it's like, oh, when it's like, when will you actually, you know, put the effort in and like a video? Like, I don't know who actually do that shit. I like videos all the time. Yeah, uh, I watch Philip DeFranco, and I understand now how like the marketing aspects of this work. So like, yeah, no, if I really think that you, you know, killed that video, yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know. You know, I'm gonna hit you with the like. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna really just say, you know, hey, this was good shit. And I think that, yeah, for a good majority of people, that does not happen anymore. Yeah, I don't know, it's just, it's just frustrating to me. You know what's frustrating to me? Trying to play this old ass game. The Twisted Metal games are fun, but they fucking suck. They are annoying as shit. Like, if the controls were just not ass. Like I said, Twisted Metal games are cool. They just suck. I really wish they remake Burnout. I mean, I think that, yeah, that, that would be pretty dope. But I also don't think they give a shit about us. They give a shit about making money. They'll make another Burnout game. Because I will buy that game. I will physically go out and go buy the game. Ah, fuck! And I never do that bullshit. Um... Yeah, no, I can't really think of it, actually. I mean, there's, don't get me wrong, GameStop is still in business, so people were buying physical copies. Did that? Yeah, he stole your kill. Are you fucking serious? That means that dude has full health again. No, he didn't. Uh. Haha. <laughs> oh, fuck! Uh. I mean, people buy physical discs, but I do think to a point it's like, 
kind of like kind of over we reached a point where physical that awesomeness of ha of having the disc is gone and I hate that I mean the biggest thing is that when you have um like, I think the people that really buy physical discs are buying collector's editions. They're not necessarily buying the regular version of the game because it's not as fast. Like, <clears throat> we live in a, like, instant society now. So, you, we want instant gratification. So, if I want to play, you know, 2K, I'm just going to go download it. I know I can, don't have to go to a store, I don't have to interact with anybody. I can just download it, go to sleep, wake up, and it's already done. Yeah. Now, if I'm buying a, you know, collector's edition, I have to go out and go get it. I think with the physical aspect, yeah. Yeah, we're we're gonna hit a point where we're gonna be able to buy collector's edition, and they're gonna send us all that shit. We only have to go to GameStop or a store and pick it up. They're just gaming companies are gonna start cutting the middleman out and just be like, all right, you can just go, you can just pick this up from the fucking post office. We're gonna mail it to you. I think to a point, yeah, we're gonna ooh shit hit that plateau, but I don't know exactly when. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly when, but I know it's going to happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that it'll be sooner rather than later. And I think I think the thing that will always probably save GameStop is it's just the environment of it doesn't matter what game you like you know it's it's more about the I can be I don't want to say myself but you know there are no stigmas of gamers there of course I mean, I don't feel that way. Like when I go to Walmart and buy video games, where I mostly buy video games from, anyways. Like I don't feel like someone's judging me at Walmart. So I'm like, well, there's someone over here, like literally digging their nose. So I don't feel as bad. I don't feel bad at all. Honestly, I'm just going into a store to buy something. Well, no, I mean like going to like GameStop is like kind of like a community thing. Like you're in the gaming community while you're there. You know what I mean? Yeah, the people that work there are playing these games. Uh, you know, you could meet other people that you might want to play with mm -hmm. because of that. So, I mean, to me, it's 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 a cool little little place, but um, I think that I mean I don't even think I know my time there is done. Uh, I'll still go to purchase games from there, but yeah, I am finito on uh, working there. So for those of you that didn't know, I did work at GameStop. Uh, keyword. Did. Um, I think about two more, yeah, two more episodes. Wait, no, hold on. One more episode with me as an active uh, GameStop employee, and then I'm just another guy 
I'm talking about video games online. But, I mean, I think it, I mean, I understand why so many people like going there, but I think to a point, it really is just, you know, you start to build these friendships with everybody else that's playing the same games, you start to, you know, increase the amount of people you have to play these games with. Because I know I've switched PSNs with customers, and I've switched uh, Xbox Live accounts with customers, and I just tell them, yo, I'm never on that shit. But, I mean, still, it's just the opportunity to have somebody to, like, game with that you've never gamed with before. Maybe they know some crazy shit about a video game that you don't know. I mean, because, like, I, I worked there. I just had the fucking, uh, what's it called, broken down for me. Uh, Assassin's Creed lineage of, like, what game is in what order and, uh, you know, if you're trying to play it chronologically, which ones do you play? Because, like, I don't play it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my manager doesn't play Madden, so I'm the only one there that can tell anybody, oh, with Ultimate Team, you better hurry up. Well, not hurry up, but, you know, you want to shoot at this collection or maybe this collection. Like, what kind of, how did you play it last year type of a thing and tell them what changes there are that affect them in that way. The same way he can talk about what's going on in The Witcher. I have no idea. He does, you know? So you, you run into all of these, I don't want to call them personalities, but like play styles, and it's dope. And I'm about to die and not beat the first fucking level of Twisted Metal. But, uh, I don't know, I think that that's just something that people gotta remember is like, you know, it's fun as fuck to play these games, but we are still a community. Mm-hmm. You know, one that, I don't want to say should like police itself, but like should, should worry about the other person. And a lot of times it feels like we really don't. I would say a lot of times it feels like we really don't. Very true. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, I think that's all for me at least. Anything from you? No, nah, man. Well, this was fun. <laughs> and we will see y'all next week. Um, I don't think I have anything. To, I might pick up Gears of War. I don't know yet. It looks good. Horde mode is back. I might get it. But, as always, I'm Dom. And I'm Chris. And we We got got next. next.